Welcome to episode number 25, the quarter century mark of Sports Bar Talk. Wow, 25. I believe now, since we're at the quarter, uh, episode 25, I think this episode should be in pay-per-view and it should cost 25 cents for y'all to listen. No, I'm kidding. It's it's free. It's free. We're going to make it free. Free, 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 as they say in that commercial. Anyway, this is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house. And let me be among one of the last people to say I hope you had a great Thanksgiving filled with only two football games. Uh, and I hope you didn't eat too much. I, for one, I don't know how it happened, but for the first time in my life, I lost three pounds in the Thanksgiving week. I don't know how it happened because I went to town on the food. I somehow lost three pounds. Don't know how. I think my scale must be broken. Maybe not. I don't know. I think it's just because I've been doing so well this last month. Uh, dieting. But I don't want you to know that, but I just spilled the cat out of the bag. But, so, act like you didn't hear that from me. Okay, let's move on to the sports, because this indeed is Sports Bar Talk, and we got the best seat in the house, and I will start out with an apology. I'm sorry for the confusion. When we recorded this last Wednesday, they hadn't made the decision to postpone it to Sunday yet, the Steelers-Ravens game. It was still on for Thursday night, and then they postponed it, so I had to go update the bio to reflect that it would be Sunday. And then, what day did they postpone it again? Forgetting which day that was. They post they made it Tuesday. And I believe they made that decision f- Friday. They made that decision Friday. So they postponed it again to Tuesday. And then Monday, the Ravens players wanted another day of practice. And so they moved it to Wednesday. So the game got in on Wednesday. They got the game in, and I'll just be blunt, it's a terrible game. I mean, Pitts, my Steelers did not look well. It felt more, I'll tell you what, after the game, I listened to the Steelers post-game show on uh, Steelers Radio, the Steelers Radio Network. Uh, Charlie Batch was there, uh, Stan Savern, if you're a Pittsburgh sports fan, you probably know who he is. I watched that I listened to it, you would have thought the Steelers lost based on how they were bashing the Steelers. I mean, they had dropped passes all over the place, Pittsburgh. It was not a good performance by the Steelers, and quite frankly, they don't they don't look like the best team in football. Their record shows that they're the best team in football, and power rankings will have them as the best team in football, but they're not. And I hope I'm wrong when I say this. But I think there's no way the Steelers will beat the Chiefs this year I in the playoffs. I just don't think there's a... I mean, watching Kansas City's offense, the, the Pittsburgh will have to get a lot of stops on defense to stop Kansas City. And they will probably have to... They'll just have to make some plays. They'll have to go two for two on offense, and I just don't see it happening. I mean, I didn't see it happening. That's the only team I fear from the Steelers. I... Them and maybe Buffalo or Seattle. I don't know why I got spit over here on my microphone, but 
I'm rolling with it. Uh, so, yeah. But the NFL's COVID situation is just a gig- one hot mess. And so you had the Ravens outbreak. But maybe more weird was the Denver Broncos. They didn't have an outbreak. But all of their quarterbacks had to be placed on the COVID list. Because the uh, one of their quarterbacks, Jeff Driscoll, tested positive. But apparently they had had a quarterback meeting in one of their rooms, and they were maskless. And they all had to be put on the COVID list. And Denver wanted the game switched to Monday so they could get all their quarter get one of their quarterbacks off the list. They said no. So Denver had to play, signed Kendall Hilton from their practice squad. It was a quarterback in college, I forget which college, and he only completed, completed three passes. It was bad for the, the... The Broncos were playing the Saints, so they probably would have lost the game even if they had had a quarterback, but they probably would have made it more of a game. It just it was awful. They were running Wildcats with uh, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman. Uh, but mad respect to Hinton, Hilton for coming in. Had to basically learn... The offense is a quarterback in like 12 hours uh, because they didn't know uh, that they were going to be playing. He was going to be quarterback until like the night of. Um, But please, wear your mask. If you're an NFL player listening to this, wear your mask. I mean, I want to get through this season. It sounds like we'll get through it. Uh, There's no thoughts of shutting down, said Commissioner Goodell at this point. I don't know what it's going to take for them to shut down. I mean... A third of your team getting COVID and most of your offensive weapons is not enough to shut it down because they've just played this Ravens-Steelers game. By the way, Trace McSorley did very well. I know my Penn State people will love to see that. He got his first NFL touchdown pass. And I actually, it's funny, so I'm an Ohio State fan, so I tweeted, please, Trace, don't break my heart again because he was the quarterback when Penn State beat Ohio State back in 2016. I didn't want him breaking my heart again. So... He didn't break my heart, fortunately, this time. But he made it. He did toy with my emotions after he flung that touchdown pass to Hollywood Brown. Uh, so, we'll get to the picks in a minute for this week. We'll get to them in a minute for this week. We're going to talk NBA, though, right now because opening night schedule has been released and the Christmas Day schedule has been released. Basketball is almost NBA college basketball is back, and we did have some good games. I don't have time this week to get into college hoops just with everything going on. Uh but the NBA is coming back, and I know that's what most of the kids watch these days is the NBA, and maybe some adults watch more NBA than they do college ball. I know my friends, they don't watch college ball unless it's March Madness, but in my opinion, college basketball is better than the NBA. No doubt about it. But I think the NFL is better than college football. Uh, so I'm the opposite there. So, let's get into the opening night schedule and Christmas schedule for the NBA. I like these games. I love these games. So, opening night at 7 o'clock. By the way, the game's on... Uh, Opening night are on TNT. The Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry travel to face Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in their first game together as Brooklyn Nets. And this is also Durant's former team that he's playing in the Golden State Warriors who helped him get his first two rings. 
So that'll be very interesting. We'll do an NBA kind of preview as we get closer. Uh, probably in about two two weeks, we'll break down basketball a little bit more. And then you have the Battle of Los Angeles at Staples Center. The Clippers are taking on the Lakers. Banner-raising night for the Lakers. I know Anthony Davis just signed a five-year extend, Supermax extension with the Lakers. I know LeBron also signed an extension yesterday. So it sounds like that band is getting back together for at least four to five more years. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers repeat this year. They look so good. I think the only team that they have to scare on the East is probably this Brooklyn team, especially if they're able to maneuver a trade for James Harden. We'll see. Uh, I can't believe. And then the Clippers. Uh, new coach coming in. Do they have a coach yet? Do we know? I'm talking to nobody right now, but let me find out. Because Doc Rivers is in Philly now with the 76 It's Ty Lue! Oh my goodness, the storylines in this game, not just regarding banner-raising night. Ty Lue against LeBron. A lot of talks, maybe Ty Lue would be the coach of the Lakers back when they were looking for a coach, and then they went with Vogel. Would LeBron want Ty Lue back because of their success together in Cleveland? Uh, but instead, he's the Clippers coach, and he gets to coach Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Montrez. That's also a revenge game. Montrez Harrell, of course, in free agency, decided to jump ship and go join the Lakers. He was a Clipper. Very interesting. Very interesting. That's going to have a lot of storylines in it on the twenty December 22nd. But let's get to Christmas Day. I'm going to... Go through these games a little quickly. Noon. We have the pet. We don't have TV information yet for these games. I would assume that the the uh, bookend of the games I mentioned here will be on ESPN, though. So we have Pelicans and Heat at noon. Jimmy Butler, of course, is on the Heat. Heat made the finals last year. Uh, they have Tyler Hero. And I think didn't they have a blockbuster signing or something? I'm, um, they have okay. Pelicans have a new coach though, Stan Van Gundy, who had serious potential joined TNT this year in the broadcast booth to call basketball. Had serious potential. It sounded like he was out of coaching for good. He had he had developed great chemistry in the booth with his partner Ian Eagle. We thought maybe this was going to be maybe the duo. It was almost like a Jim Nance and a Tony Romo type of thing. You felt like these guys could be number one and dominate bat the, the uh, NBA announcing scene. But nope, Van Gundy gets back into coaching with the Pelicans, and he has a, some nice talent to coach Zion, uh, Brandon Ingram. Very, It'll be very fun to watch that game. Uh, Brandon Ingram, of course. Is a fun guy to watch. I, I watched a lot of him in college because he went to Duke. Uh, and it'll be very interesting. Very interesting game to watch. <clears throat> I got a cough. Okay, next game. Move on. Rapid fire. Golden State takes on the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks, maybe Steph Curry will do some tampering during this game to try and get because Giannis is a free agent after this season. Maybe get him to go to Golden State. I hope not. I hope Giannis stays put. 
because the NBA needs Milwaukee to survive, and they need, they don't need, we don't need to know going into the season who's going to make the finals in June when we already know what will happen. But Giannis has some new pieces, lost some pieces. So that'll be an interesting game. Then at five, those Brooklyn Nets will go up to Beantown, Boston, to take on Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the Boston Celtics. And I love watching the Celtics play. I love watching them play last year. Tatum's very good at what he does. Jalen Brown's good at what he does. They lost Ennis Cantor, but they have a good big man in Daniel Tice. Uh, so we'll see. Brad Stevens, great coach, great young coach. Coach Butler and the when they made the Cinderella national title runs there in the early 2010s. Uh, be very interesting. Be very interesting without Gordon Hayward, too, as he went to the Hornets. Mavericks and Lakers. LeBron versus Luka. That's the top of the marquee on Christmas night. Oh, my goodness. Mavericks, of course, have Luka, who is my pick to win MVP this year. I don't know about you guys. I like Luka to win MVP. I'll probably make that announcement again on our NBA preview show. I like Luka to win MVP. They have former New York Knicks legend, well, star, Chris Stapps Porzingis, as well as Tim Hardaway Jr., Good coach, Rick Carlisle. We love the owner. The Shark Tank wizard himself, Mark Cuban. Also a Pittsburgh native, by the way. And then you got the Lakers, who we mentioned. But then the nightcap at 1030. The Clippers travel to Denver to take on Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. So, Christmas Day and opening night look very promising. Going to be a lot of fun. The NBA is back. I am so happy to say that in a, in a couple weeks it's back. Uh-huh. That'll be fun, even though it's only been since October since we last had some basketball. But there is college basketball on if you want to check that out. And the preseason starts from December 11th for the NBA. Alright, to the picks. So, I know we're, we have another national game uh, going on. But because I was originally on the 1 o'clock slate, I'm not going to pick it. Steelers, it's, it's Pittsburgh and Washington. It's on 5 o'clock nationally, your local Fox station. Monday at 5, Monday doubleheader. But I'm not going to pick it because it was originally on the 1 and 4 o'clock slate. And I was a little bit exhausted picking six games last week. Those are like once in a while type things. And since this game was already already scheduled for the 1 o'clock slate, we're just going to treat it like it was on that slate. I wasn't going to be picking this game anyway. But let me tell you something. Washington is winning the NFC East. I will tell you that right now after watching them play Dallas, they the way they, they've just played, I mean, scary Terry McLaurin, I think Washington will win the NFC East. I know it might be the Giants, but I think it's Washington. All right, let's jump into the picks. So, we'll start with the game that was supposed to be tonight on Thursday Night Football, but moved to Tuesday because of the Ravens' COVID situation. You got the Dallas Cowboys traveling up to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Dallas, they're kind of, they lost to Washington, but you know, the week before they looked good, they beat the Vikings, backup quarterback Andy Dalton kind of looking alright, but I want to know what the heck is going on with Ezekiel Elliott, he fumbles a lot, and he just has not had, been his normal self ever since Dak went down with his injury, fantasy wise he has done absolutely nothing, he gets less than 5 points, I don't know what to say, 
The only thing keeping the Cowboys alive really right now might be the wide receivers. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Gallup. I don't know. They're just a hot mess right now, the Cowboys. And it's not the coach's fault. I mean, your star player's out injured. I mean, and they looked good early on in the season. So, who knows what's going on with the Cowboys. It sounds like, if all goes to plan, most of the Ravens' stars will be back on Tuesday night. Lamar, Andrew, Mark Andrews, uh, all your stars will be back. The They'll have more running backs to use, as it sounds like Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins were moved from the COVID list yesterday, but they were deemed unfit to play because they hadn't really been able to practice because of they were in the COVID list, and they were the first players to test positive. So, sounds like the Ravens will have their people back. I still think even if Baltimore has not all their guys back, Baltimore will still win this game. Uh... It depends on who's available for Baltimore. I think it's going to be Baltimore 28, Dallas 24. I think that's a good final score. If, well, no. If Lamar isn't playing, it'll be Baltimore 17, Dallas 14. If Lamar's playing, it'll be more like 28-14. So, we'll see. We will definitely see. That was supposed to be the Thursday night game. That's on Tuesday night. That's on your local Fox station, also NFL Network and Amazon Prime. As well as Twitch.tv, too. Okay. Let's go to the Sunday night game because this game, quite frankly, will probably be a blowout. The Denver Broncos, who will most likely have who will have a quarterback this time, go to Kansas City to take on big play Patty and the Chiefs. I can't wait to see Mahomes, man. This game will probably be a blowout. I'm honestly surprised they didn't flex. Our game of the week, Browns and Titans, to Sunday night, because this actually will be a big game for the wild card. I love watching Mahomes play every week. He's he's a, he's a wizard. He's Houdini making something out of nothing. And Tyree Kill having three touchdowns and, like, over 300 yards receiving in the first quarter. Well, I think it was 300 yards receiving in the first quarter. All I know is... He put up a fantasy stat line. He had like 60 fantasy points. But my guy had 269 yards receiving in the game. I think he had 200 yards receiving in the quarter. Three touchdowns. He had a, and he backflipped after one of them. That was amazing. I know Coach Reed was probably mad about that because if he hurt himself on the backflip, you can't backflip no more. Uh, Just a sad reality. So... And then Denver, I don't know who's going to be quarterbacking. Brett Ripley in one week, it was Driscoll one week. Drew Locke, the normal starter, is out, was out with an injury. I don't know if he's going to be available this week. Give me all the Chiefs. Uh, 31 to 3. That, I think you'll get to a point where you're going to see some of uh, the Chiefs' backup quarterback. Is it still? I wonder if it's still Matt Moore. Um, I don't know. But... Give me all the Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Monday Night Football. Again, Sunday Night Football is on your NBC station. Monday Night Football on ESPN, but also simulcast on your local ABC station. The Buffalo Bills, led by Josh Allen, travel to get this. State Farm Stadium, 
home of the Arizona Cardinals to take on not the Arizona Cardinals, but the San Francisco 49ers. That's a lot to unravel right there. You probably were like, well, why are is Buffalo trying to traveling to Arizona to take on San Francisco? It's because of COVID. Santa Clara County, which is where the Niners play football, also where Stanford plays football and basketball, has banned all contact sports activities for three weeks. So the Niners need a home for two of their next for their next two home games. And so they reached out to the league, and Arizona was willing to take this challenge on. So, and it actually works out because, so the Niners have a home games for like weeks 13 and 14 or something, or this week and then 15. But then week 16, they are actually going to stay there, and that's when Arizona is scheduled to host them. So, we're going to see. It's going to be very interesting. It's a dome, first off. So, be definitely different for the Niners players be different for the Buffalo players because I know the altitude's probably different in Buffalo. Be very interesting. Would love to see what the game will be like. But on the football side of things, the Niners looked very good. They actually defeated the Rams and the Niners still have a shot to make the playoffs. Playoffs. And of course, remember, there's an extra wild card spot this year, so the whole NFC West could actually make the playoffs this year. A whole division can make the playoffs. Probably won't happen. But it's fun to think about. Uh, so Buffalo with Allen, Diggs. They were able to beat the Chargers. Diggs, Cole Beasley, uh, Gabriel Davis. They're a fun team to watch, man. Buffalo's so fun to watch. Allen's fun to watch. He's sort of like Mahomes mixed with a Peyton Manning. So fun to watch. Getting better at throwing his deep ball, by the way. And then the Niners. Nick Mullins in for Garoppolo. Y'all have George Kittle, who's also out. But they're making amends with Raheem Mostert, Debo Samuel. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, I believe, is still there. So the Niners are good, but I believe Buffalo is just better. Buffalo will win this football game 27-21. to So give me Buffalo. All right, game of the week time. 1 o'clock, this is the featured game on during the 1 o'clock window on CBS. Uh, if you're living my area, I believe most of Pennsylvania is getting this game. The Cleveland Browns, the 7 and the, uh, let me make sure I get the record read. The 8 and free Cleveland Browns. Uh, yes, a winning record for the Browns. The first winning record that they'll finish the season with a winning record since 07. Round of applause for the Browns. Travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. This, by the way, will be a big game for you Raven fans to watch. Because the Titans will probably make the playoffs anyway. They're probably going to win the AFC South, in my opinion. But this is a big game for Ravens fans to watch. Because that last wildcard spot, you're going to need the Browns to lose a couple games. Which is certainly possible, because they're the Browns. Um, and And the Browns have barely won their games. But let's start with the Titans. Derrick Henry, man, this kid can play, can run the football. He's a freight train out there. Stiff-arming people, refusing to go down, basically. 
he could be trying to get tackled by seven, eight, by the, all the defenders on the team, 11 different defenders, and he could probably still muster about 10 yards just dragging them. It's amazing. That whole Titans team can do it. If you watch the Ravens game, A.J. Brown did the same thing. Just He's a, he's a man. Derrick Henry is a once-in-a-lifetime football player, and any chance you get a chance to watch the Titans and Derrick Henry's on the field, don't miss it because Derrick Henry will be a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion, at some point. Just He's so good. And, of course, he won the Heisman Trophy at Alabama. And... They, they, it's old school football for the Titans. That's why a lot of people love watching the Titans. It's that old school smash mouth run first football. And then when they throw it, you got good weapons. And Ryan Tannehill has. And Jonu Smith, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Humphreys, uh, Ferkser, the tight end. The backup tight end comes in for a couple plays. I love watching Tennessee play, man. They're just so fun to watch. Uh, but then Cleveland. I don't know how they're eating free. Odell Beckham's out for the year, and maybe that helped him because there's some Jarvis. I don't even know what to. I guess it's the run game. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are doing very well because really the like three out of the five games that the Browns have three out of the five games the Browns have won. It's been in Cleveland, and it's been very windy. They can't even throw the football, so I guess it's the run game. This week, they kind of were you run, you had can, could throw it last week. They were playing the Jaguars, and it was sunny Jacksonville. Uh, shout out to Jacksonville, lovely city. Would love to go back. Um, be very interesting to see. I think the Titans will win this game, though. But I think it's going to be close. Uh, 24-20 to final score. I think the Titans win, and that'll, that, that's who you're rooting for on Sunday if you're the Ravens, the Titans. And also, that pick is for my friend Aiden. Go Titans. <laughs> okay. Food of the week, and I'm going to stick with the theme of restaurants for a food of the week. So not just one particular food. I'm going to go with a restaurant. And this is in the Nashville area, Mount Juliet area. If you're ever traveling to, let's say, Arkansas to go see my cousin John, uh, stop at this place in Mount Juliet right off of I-40. It's also a chain, so if you're in downtown Nashville, I would assume they have it. It's called the Burger Republic. They are known for their burgers, not only their burgers. I'm not a big burger guy. Just put that out there right now. Burgers, their tater tots, their fries, and their milkshakes. They got really good milkshakes. Now, I've only eaten here once, and that was about three years ago, traveling home from watching my cousin John's senior football game where he got in the game for two plays, and one play was a running play, and the other play was a pass, but they didn't throw it near him. He's a corner slash safety. He's one of those defensive backs. But this place, they had really good tater tots. But when I went, I got the four cheese garlic bacon burger, but I replaced it with a grilled chicken patty. Four cheese blend, applewood bacon, garlic aioli, roasted clove garlic sauce. This was amazing. And then I took the lettuce, tomato, and onion off because I don't like that stuff. Their burgers are amazing. Their, their, their food was amazing the time we went. And then, oh, I don't know where the... Uh, 
I'm going to find the milkshakes, but I can tell you when I went, I got a cookie butter milkshake. That tasted amazing. Amazing. Love, I love their cookie butter milkshake. I don't see... Okay, here we go. So they had spiked milkshakes, which have alcohol in it. You must be 21 to purchase. But I got the cookie butter milkshake, and it's so good. Cookie butter is amazing. I fell in love with cookie butter. Uh, but they also have a s'mores milkshake, uh, espresso chip, salted caramel, Nutella, chocolate peanut butter, white chocolate strawberry. They also have the ABC milkshake, which is code for assassination by chocolate. Godiva chocolate, chocolate whipped cream topped with chocolate chips. You might want to take some insulin with you before you get that. Huh. <laughs> Alright, for the spiked milkshake people, I'll just read some of these off that kind of intrigue me. Uh, I don't drink spiked milkshakes because I'm not old enough. Probably won't ever drink spiked milkshakes. Who knows? But they have a spiked pecan milkshake, and they put bourbon in that. They have spiked Nutella milkshakes. Spiked Monster Java Espresso. Spiked Reese's Malt Milkshake. That sounds amazing if you're over 21. I am not. Again, I am not, but if you ever want to get one of these, put, put it in the comments. Let me know how it tasted. Sounds pretty good. All right, with that being said, time to wrap up Sports Bar Talk. Get your Christmas shopping done early this year. Christmas is almost here. Stay safe. Wear a mask. This is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house.